Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 630 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. This is one of our average days for a show. It's uh, Tuesday, which means Mark Spector is in studio. Stafford Spector brought to you by Horse Racing Alberta. Hey, now. 7,000 men and women employed in the uh, horse racing industry. At 135 today, uh, Stu McDonald from the Oilers organization about the Oilers' uh, season seat renewal campaign, which got, uh, I guess, officially launched today. So there's some uh, changes there. Stoffer Inspector again for the 7,000 men and women employed in the horse racing industry, live uh, racing Saturdays and Sundays out at Century Mile. At uh, 1.15 today, Darren Baumgartner. He's with the 99 on 99 Whiskey Dinner taking place at Roos Chris uh, for the Cross Cancer Institute. So we'll catch up with Darren for uh, four or five minutes there as well. After which we'll get uh, some of your texts. Second Hour of Oilers Now is brought to you by Digitex. PCs, copiers, supplies, printers, laptops, IT, plotters, software. Now Digitex can manage your corporate cell phone plan, saving your company money. All your devices manage at digitex.ca. You can reach us anytime on our River Creek Resort Casino hotline. They've got Loverboy, Mark Spector's favorite band, uh, coming to the River Creek November 1st. Tickets at ticketmaster.ca. November 1st, they're here? Wow, and we're already advancing that. Wow. And you can text us at 630-630 at our Heartland Ford text line. Think all dealerships are the same. Think again. Experience buying a vehicle on your terms with no pressure at Heartland Ford. We'll tell you guests on the show receive gift cards to Japanese Village Steak and Seafood cooked right at your table. Japanese Village, Edmonton, South Downtown, Northside, and Shirt Park. Mark, can I tell you something about your group? What's it called? Because you're the president of this group. Now, I, I'm told this was president by acclamation. Was that true? Not true at all. Yeah, I worked my way up through the ranks for many years. Yeah, I don't buy that for a second. Yeah, me neither. Uh, I heard it was like a coup d'etat. <laughs> you had your own little Game of Thrones. With no, but ex- exactly what happened was the Professional Hockey Writers Association used to be run by one guy, Kevin Allen. He worked his tail off at it. And I stood up in a meeting and said, you know, we can be way better than this. We should be doing this. We should be doing that. And I turned around the next thing I knew I was vice president and you stand up at a volunteer meeting and make suggestions, you know what happens, Bob. You get the job. Yeah. And that's what happened to me. 
Uh, I've made some suggestions in the past and haven't gotten the job that I want, so that's neither here. <laughs> By the way, this text, Volunteer, Bob. Yes, Volunteer. This text comes in. Uh, Bob, you and Speck are agreeing with way too much with one another on the GM search. It's very boring radio. And my response to that would be, well, Speck, the, the issue is we're both on, on the same school here. We think there's lots of good candidates. And for the Oilers' management position. It's not like a key to a lock where only one key opens the lock. Right. Right? You know, there's a bunch of guys that can do this job. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, it's like flavors of ice cream. You're not wrong if you like strawberry more than chocolate. Was there any candidate you weren't... You, you was, yeah, I didn't like Mike Gillis's name in there. I didn't oh, well, think he'd be the guy. That's going to make for a great radio. Cause yeah. I, I you didn't either, so there you, I, go. Yeah, there you go. Other than that, it's been a field yeah. of... You I, know, yeah, there, there's some really qualified people out there. Yep. All right, back to uh, the uh, the professional hockey, or the professional, is it professional writers, the PWHA? Professional hockey writers, PHWA. Okay, okay PHWA. You know where I'm going. Yes. Last year, Connor McDavid did not get voted for the Hart Trophy. Yes. Um, there, there, like, I, I, I brought this up with Mike Chambers because he's from Colorado and he put his list out. He did not have McDavid in the top five. Yeah. And I'm like, well, Mike, obviously you didn't see any of the three games Edmonton played Colorado because Connor McDavid was the first star in all three games apart, yeah. in uh, between Edmonton and Colorado last year and had eight points, including like six goals. And uh, Mike never got back to me after that. Right. I did see him this year. Anyways, here's the point. Um, last year, there was one individual in particular, an Eastern-based media source in the U.S., who was outright... Um, justifying why McDavid should not have been a selection. Were you surprised this year that McDavid ended up in the final three mark of your constituents' votes? Well, yes, and it's a weird time, right? It's a weird time because the, the you know, we'll throw Sidney Crosby's name in there because a lot of people think he's the best player in the game. Most of our listeners think Connor McDavid's the best player in the game. So you have the arguably the very best player in the sport playing on a team that's not making the playoffs. Right. And obviously, they make the playoffs, go two rounds, he wins. I mean, they had a really good playoff team. Remember, voting all takes place before the end of the regular season. Right. Right. Their playoffs have no effect on this. How many people vote for the... 175-ish, give hey, or take, every what's, year. What's the split Western Conference, Eastern Conference? Uh, we do our best. To, that's one of the things I've been really involved in over the last six or seven years, is we do our very best to have an East-West split. It is impossible. Mm-hmm. Because all of the more PHWA members exist in cities like Boston and Buffalo and Montreal and Philly, right? Um, you know, all our the Rangers. Guys, how many of the writers actually, tr- because there's been a cutback in travel and the industry? Most of our people travel. travel. Most yeah. of our, and would not see, all. Would see not more all. than, say, 15 games outside of their market? Yeah, oh, for sure. We sh- sure hope so. Yeah, you know, I I won't say that all 175 okay. people do, but sure. What you know. if, I mean, have you openly camp ever openly campaigned against a candidate? No, 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 no. What? First of all, I'm the president of things, so I don't campaign for anything. But no, I, who are we to tell people who to vote for? Right. But right? you have had some people that have made some very strong arguments as to why McDavid should not have merited consideration. Certain last. members are are always going. And people out are and entitled to their opinion. Well, right? I guess they are. It's just like a vote. It's just like voting in the recent provincial election. Your neighbor may shoot his mouth off all the time about who he's voting for. You may have a yard sign, and I may not, Bob. And it's we're really the same thing. Stoffers have not had a yard sign. Yeah, I'm not before. a yard sign guy, but you know what? If your neighbor is, that's his right or her yeah. right, right? Yeah. So. All right. So, but I was going to say, Bob, what's changed here is, and I want to read the um, 
the Hart Trophy, this is the, the semantics here. Where did it go? Annually given to the NHL player voted to be most valuable to his team, right? It's not who's the best player in the league right now. That's not the award. So two years ago, uh, or last year, I would say, when McDavid's team did not make the playoffs, a lot of people, including myself, I had him in my top five, but I didn't vote for him to win the trophy last year. And a All lot right, of people... That's it, you're off here. He didn't even make the top three. He was not a finalist know, last I, year. I know, but I know. But as the best player in the league goes a second year, gets 114, 114 points this year? Was it not more than that? I don't know. I think it was 114. Oh, maybe it was. Was anyway, it wasn't 116? Whatever. Whatever. Um, outside, of, outside of Kucherov, the most points scored in the NHL in like eight years, yeah. a lot of people are starting to now revise that and say, look, I mean, I, I can't. Sure, his team didn't make the playoffs. Sure, his effort, had he not had all those points, they still wouldn't have made the playoffs. So how valuable can he be to the team? But I think we're starting to rethink things a right. little. Right. I guess that's that's what's in I, – to be honest with you, as I sat there at the Oil Kings game when the announcement came out, Hmm. I was surprised that Connor was a final. Pleasantly surprised. He's not at all. Such su- a good player. Not at all <laughs> surprised that he's up for the Lindsay because the players know. For, you, we both. But that's a different award. Right. Like you a know. different description. Sure. That's basically who's the best player. Right. And the players are the first to know. They and know. You talk to the players. You know. And here's the deal. Because of when Oilers now exist, the Showtime runs. Mm-hmm. I don't have the chance on on weekday home games. But I, I do get players communicating to me often after uh, from opposition teams, hmm. mostly the West. They're like, guys, you know. Yeah. And what's the reoccurring theme? Jesus Christ. Man, he's is good. It, guys. Sure. Blank, blank, blank. Like, it's unfair, right? So and, if, and there is, and the, and the other part of it, Mark, for, for Connor, is he's a good guy on the, like, and I mean this. Well, the, the other players should He doesn't him. chirp. He doesn't beak. Yeah. He doesn't embellish calls. Right. Right, and so they respect him. So he's got the double factor. And so, I'm wondering, do you think maybe because of the Lindsay vote and how he's seen by opposition players around the league, do you think that maybe played a bit of a factor in the difference of the vote this year? Uh, it's a good question. You know, I guess I would just say to you, if if you're going to say I'm I'm tired of seeing the the annual Ted Lindsay winner, the annual first or second in Art Ross scoring guy as a finalist for the heart, if that's going to bug you over the next decade, well, you're going to get bugged a lot. You know, I think make the playoffs, don't make the playoffs. Connor McDavid is going to supersede a lot of those preset parameters we may have. He's just, if he's not the best player today, Bob, we're all looking at our watch for when we're going to call him that every day. My issue last year is when people didn't have him in the top five. Like, how is he not? How can he not be in your top five, in my opinion? But again, that's, right, it's but, only our opinion. Right, Some right, would right. say, how could you vote for NDP? The next guy says, what? How could you vote for you? I mean, it's everyone has a different opinion, right, right. and you got to respect it. And you know what? Just like with the gym where there's a lot of people that could come in, and well, not a lot of people, but there's some select people that could probably come in and do the job. I think a strong argument can be made. Like, you know, Patrick Kane as an example, had a pretty good year for the Chicago Blackhawks. Right. Sure. He's not a finalist. Well, listen, there's a, it's 800 players here. Yeah. We're talking about the top three. Uh-huh. So we all vote for five guys, and I'll bet you Kane finishes fourth or fifth in voting, which is pretty good. Yeah. But We're going to step out for a minute here. Uh, when we come back, we'll hook up with Darren Baumgartner. Uh, he uh, does some work with the Cross Can. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Answer Institute. They've got the 99 on 99 whiskey dinner at Roost. Chris, we'll find out what that's about. Then we'll get to some of your taxes as orders now. Subscribe to the Oilers Now podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. All right, it's uh, 117 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer with you. And very quickly, we're going to uh, head off and, and talk to Darren Bobgarner, who does some work with the Cross Cancer Institute. He's involved in a bunch of charitable initiatives in town. And he has one coming up uh, that he's involved with that'll take place Thursday night at Roos Chris. Darren, it's Bob Stoffer. How are you doing? Good, Bob. How are you today? Good. Tell us uh, about this event, uh, the 99 on 99 Whiskey Dinner at Roos Chris. Well, the 99 on 99 is really uh, one in a series of fundraising dinners that we do out do throughout the winter. Uh, this particular one, we're going to have a tasting of uh, the Gretzky whiskey and wine. And in past, we've done bourbons and scotches and so forth. And all of the money that we raise rolls up into our commitment to the Cross Cancer Institute. And we kind of bring that all together on August 15th for the uh, 31st annual golf classic that we do for the cross. So these are all part of that major event. And they're really just to introduce people to our cause, uh, celebrate uh, the cross and all the things they do, and hey, get to know some of our donors and as well introduce new people. So we invite anybody to come and buy a ticket and hear about what the, the, the work that we're doing. Now, Glenn Anderson had a, a lengthy uh, connection. I'm just trying to think if he was in the photo that uh, John Sexton sent me last year from your guys' golf tournament. But uh, Well, I mean, it is, uh, you know, and, and I would be remiss if I didn't share that this is now officially the Glenn Anderson Day of Golf for the Cross Cancer Institute this August 15th. Okay. And this year it's co-hosted by Grant Fuhr. There we go. So we'll endeavor to get uh, one of those guys on leading that tournament. So the event's going to take place at Roos Chris on Thursday night. Uh, I have some of the uh, Gretzky Spirit collection. I, I'll be honest. I that's uh, not, not a, and I'm I, I'm a fan of uh, uh, white wine uh, only because I get headaches from drinking red, which makes people think I'm a bit of a lightweight. But tell me this: uh, How do people get tickets for the event at Roos Chris on uh, on Thursday night, Darren? Okay, so they go to Eventbrite. Okay. And if you dial up Edmonton under May 2nd, you'll see 9999. Uh, it's $150. Uh, more than a third of that money goes directly to the cross. So it's, you know, what a great deal. You're going to taste all the whiskeys uh, from Gretzky as well as the wines and have an amazing dinner at Ruth Chris for that price, plus do some great work and, uh, and uh, donate money to the cross. So, and I'll tell you what, the premium whiskey. I'm a Scotch fan. Uh, right. The premium whiskey that Gretzky's put out is phenomenal. Yeah, absolutely. Darren, great stuff. Let's, uh, let's have you on again as we get closer to the golf tournament, okay? 
Thank you so much. Take care. Have a great day. You bet. That's Darren Bobgarner, who's involved with the Cross Cancer Institute. Bob Stoffer, Mark Spector with you. And there's part of the game that, and and everybody's got players and organizations around the National Hockey League that, you know, are involved in various different uh, charitable components back. And, geez, if I, I've, I had you on the wrong mic the whole show here. Sorry about that. Uh, but uh, that's, that's you know, in a, in a market like Edmonton, that's another thing that matters. You know, guys have got to have involvement in that sort of thing. And there's Glenn Anderson for, what, 30 years now with the cross cancer. And it's a... Uh, it's, uh, and usually, it's pretty good, eh? Yeah. It's, it it's, goes way back. goes way... And Glenn is a different guy now, would you not agree, than he was maybe when he was here as a player? Oh, listen, of course. He's 25 years older, for one. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. No, he's a fun guy. He's a fun guy to talk to. Clearly still involved with an Edmonton charity. Now, he does not live in Edmonton, no, correct? No, but, but he, he was in town. But he's back more and more. Oh, yeah. He was... Six, well, is he now not like... Uh, did he, he not take over Semenko's ambassador took, role? He took on some of Dave's ambassador oh, roles. Good. The orders, I like uh, that. You know. Uh, by the way, did you see Dallas Aiken's comments in The Athletic, uh, in the piece that Eric Stevens wrote? Yeah. Where Dallas admitted that he probably came in a little too hot out of the get-go. Uh, yeah, tried to basically quote-unquote... I think he said, burn everything yeah. down in Edmonton when I arrived. So look at that. We've said this before about him, and it turns out we were, on a rare occasion, right. You know, he came in here, he was young, he was all full of you-know-what, and and came on too strong and learned from it. And he will be a good NHL head coach sooner than later, Bob. Yeah, yeah I agree. Here we go. You can text us at 630-630, tweet us at Oilers now. Uh, I've not ignored you. I want to get to some texts. Um... Murray and Kimberly says, Bob, I don't think any of us think of you as a lightweight. Well, at my current weight, you're probably right, and I think that's the point you're making. Um, the Haas says, Bob, if uh, you buy red wine with the words contains no sulfites, you like, likely won't run into the problems with the headaches. All right, well, I'll eliminate the Write sul- that down. Hey, honey, no sulfites. This text comes in out of Grand Prairie. Bob, are you still going to Disneyland? Uh, Did you hear they closed ESPN? Yes, I heard they closed ESPN, and yes, that is going to affect my job a bit. And they just uh, today announced the shuttering of ESPN the magazine. There we go. Well, the print edition, at least. So now, is ABC and ESPN still all connected? I believe they are. I think they still are. You never know anymore, do you? No, you never do. Uh, Spec. Ken Holland has left some big names on the draft board, including names like Kucherov. Other than drafting one generation of stars a long time ago, he's done nothing. Well, wait a sec here. Where did Nikita Kucherov go? Didn't 30 or 29 other teams pass on Nikita Kucherov? I'm just thinking, because he was not a first-round draft choice. So Mm -hmm. could you not have said everybody left uh, uh, Nikita Kucherov's name on the board? Listen, I think we would all agree that, that there's some luck involved in drafting. You know, look at Barry Fraser. Oh, my God. The best run any chief scout ever had in the history of the game. But then a whole bunch of years of misses. And could you, the other thing I'll say is it's not the GM that's drafting the amateur players, right, Bob, as you would say. Uh, it's more often his amateur scouting staff. Regarding Kucherov, Tampa Bay without Kucherov is still a top-tier team. While the Oilers without uh, McDavid, where would they be? Uh, well, how many times have we heard that uh, sort of line of uh, rationale spec? Yeah, sure. I'm not sure what that means. What does that mean? Is one more valuable to their team? Well, he's saying what does that, that he said Tampa Bay would still be good without Kucherov. What would the Oilers be without McDavid? And okay. that's how you vote on. Okay. Yeah. Sure. 
Bob, when you had the second best defenseman of all time, it makes things easier. Detroit was trending up, but uh, when Lindstrom got there and they didn't look back, once Lindstrom retired, it instantly revealed the holes in that organization. I would argue that Detroit was allowed to open ripen their talent base because the in the early years, they were able to uh, buy aging but still good NHL talent before we had a cap. I believe there was a degree of smoke and mirrors slat organization. Not arguing they weren't first class, but Lidster made a lot of it possible from former D-man mm-hmm. Mark. How would you respond to that? Well, there's no question. Right? Did did how much of the Oilers' first four Stanley Cups had to do with having Wayne Gretzky? <laughs> oh, I'd say lots of them. Peter Zosky, what did he write in Game of Our Lives? What was the word he used to describe the improvement with all the other players? Osmosis. Osmosis, right. Right. He said, look, he's Gretzky's out there and they're practicing at a tempo and a pace and everybody else is getting better. I mean, mm-hmm. so which organization's players exceeded expect? Like, here's the thing, like the Edmonton Oil Kings wrapped up. Okay. Yes. Their players Exceed. exce- exceeded the expectation. <laughs> so time. obviously the coach did something right. I look at what Vegas accomplished the last two years, yeah. and I would assert to you that their players exceeded my personal expectation. And yeah. so what were the factors? Was it Gerard Gallant? Was there something that Tamp- or what uh, Vegas was doing on the sports science side? On the, you know, were they doing things differently that allowed their... Did anybody see William Carlson becoming the player he's been the last two years? Mm-hmm. Um you know, by the way, a week later, that call still stinks. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. Bill Foley put a letter out to their seasoned uh, seat holders. Today yeah, I saw it. that. Yeah. So it actually was kind of funny when uh, Mark uh, Edward Vlasic was uh, victimized by a shoddy icing call the other day, and all the San Jose team and people and supporters and fans were griping about getting a little bad luck. I thought, oh, that worm has surely turned. <laughs> Don says, Bob, I just wanted to pass along an appreciation for you putting together a great show. I've been listening to your show since forever, and the quality of the guests and the content have been awesome, especially in trying times with the Oilers. Keep it going. Well done. That comes to us from Don. Well, that's a nice Very thing. nice. I get accused of only reading the negative ones, so I thought I'd read it. Yeah, no, that's a nice one. There, there are some negative ones that have come in over the last 24 hours as mm-hmm. well. You know, Spec, you know it's good when, you know, with each passing year, you become a less important guest on this show. Yeah, that means the rest of the guests are good. Mm-hmm. Just have, you, you know, you're the only one I could crack that joke with, right? <laughs> so what has to happen here, Bob? Uh, I wrote yesterday that it would be a huge mistake to wait until after the draft for this GM. I think, is there any reason this GM hire isn't happening in the next seven or eight days? For what possible reason could we be waiting? Um, I would not be surprised if it's done in the next two weeks. Right, like let's, I personally let's... hope it's done before May 12th, because I'm leaving Edmonton May 12th. Okay. So, I, But I would not be surprised if it gets done in the next two I weeks. Mean, the draft is where they have to do the most important work here, and I'm not talking yeah. about drafting and they've got players. Amateur, they've got pro and amateur meetings. I'm not worried about the drafting Re- players. So they got that under control. You've got, so you're confident with oh, them. Yeah, they've yeah. got an amateur scouting staff that's been having a pretty good run here. Yeah. Uh, Keith Gretzky's well in control of watching over there. They're great. I, leave them alone. Don't come yeah. in here and screw that run up. They've been going pretty good. Right. Uh, but it, it is at the draft where he's the new general manager needs to make some moves here. Yeah. You know, he and needs if to you turn... bring somebody in from an, an external organization, you're 
you're going to have to, like, how does that going to, because I know Peter Shirelli has an example. When he went to Boston in 06, leaving Ottawa, he was not involved because it happened late in the process. You know, he was heavily involved with Ottawa. He was, he had to actually beg out of the draft process. Well, again, that, that's fine. I don't need this new GM, frankly. Other than making trades, I don't care if the new GM sitting at the draft table. Yeah. I'm more concerned with any new GM is going to walk in here and look at his payroll structure and see that in Chris Russell, he's got a third-pairing defenseman making $4 million bucks. It's yep. too much. He's going to see Andre Secker's contract, we, five and a half for two years. It's too much. Did, did you so wanna, he's got to solve those problems. You have your choice. Do you want to stay here with Stu coming up and ask some questions with Stu? Yeah, sure. i got a half hour. Okay, let's yeah. do it. Uh, Stoffer Inspector will continue for horse race in Alberta. Off to a global news weather traffic update. Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.